Welcome back to the Never Made Varsity Podcast. My name is Dave Rivero, not Brighton McConnell, and you can find me on Twitter at D underscore River underscore O. And I'm glad to be back. And half is dead. You are back in the States. I'm, I'm back. I'm like four shades darker, and I'm ready to pod. Hey. <laughs> Hello, my friends, once again. It's your boy, Maverick. You can find me on social media at heartbreak underscore underscore kid. Hey, everybody. It's Aaron. I am back at my own house now. I finished dog sitting, but I am tired, so I might yawn a lot at Garrett. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. Uh, I spoke poor French this morning, and if you want to find me on Twitter, you can do that at Colby Complains. All one word. Can you demonstrate? No. Do you mean French is in the language or is in the slang term for bad English? Why would it be the second like, one? I don't know. <laughs> You've never said, like, please excuse my French? Um, no, because I'm not a sailor from the 1800s. <laughs> Are you calling me a sailor from the 1800s? No, I'm just never. Ooh, I was going to say something mean. Um, who we have with us today? Bet. <laughs> we have my best bud since third grade, Garrett Reedling. Say what's up, Garrett. Hello. <laughs> you don't have to get that close to the microphone. <laughs> I think I redlined, honestly. <laughs> you did too. Yeah, it's uh, it's great to be here. Where can uh, we find you on Twitter, Garrett? Uh, at Gertling. <laughs> You're pretty much Twitter famous at this point, right? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just tweet about bad stuff that happens in my life, and people seem to like it a lot. Didn't you tweet something about, like, the Panthers and then it blew up? Uh, yeah, I tweeted a picture of Pat McCrory dabbing at a Panthers game before he tried to bring down all of North Carolina's infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> Gary, I think I followed you before I knew that you were friends with a bunch of people from UNC. <laughs> I'm pretty sure right. I did. <laughs> um, we're here for that content. <laughs> yeah. That sweet, sweet con- content. Oh, also, you had that one tweet that, that blew up that was... um. That, Brandon, uh, Marshall. Brandon Marshall tweeting, ain't got no room for you, boy, to uh, Des Bryant. And then the next day, he got cut. <laughs> <laughs> all I said was LOL in all caps. And then uh, one of the beat writers for the Browns retweeted it. And then it just, like, exploded. <laughs> My phone started melting while I was trying to watch, like, the Avengers or something. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> but, yeah. There we go. We got our guest today. Uh, he's the only person that I talk to that knows anything about NASCAR, so we'll, we'll get a little bit into that later today. And hockey. <laughs> and hey, whispers hey, about, and hockey. Hey, me, David, and Colby all played at a NASCAR race, so we are experts. In the we field. went to Martinsville. Martinsville? We went to Martin. Dude, that thing. That's a fun track. It's really small. It's we not a fun track to walk. On a NASCAR track. It did not feel very small at all. <laughs> no. Wow, that track's very small. <laughs> they have food. to park all of the trailers outside of the track. We yeah. can't fit them inside. So we get to so just quick briefly to let you know what happened. We we were playing the national anthem and they announced, and now with your national anthem, the marching Tar Heels, and immediately afterward it's just boo. Oh, <laughs> why? We just beat Virginia the day before. It was Mitch Trubisky's come out we'll game do where it. he threw the game-winning touchdown pass. That'll do it. That will absolutely do it. <laughs> it must be nice getting booed at a NASCAR race. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's I don't think anyone was ready for the loudness, and no one brought headphones, really. So everybody had to go no. buy earphones. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Catherine Bracken did. She brought him for, like, half the band. 
Yeah. Why do you remember that? <laughs> because I remember only one. Because I remember her changing into a camo Carolina hat after we performed. <laughs> 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 it, it you got to fit in. I think it was Catherine Bracken, if I'm remembering correctly. Probably. You all know who that is. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Let's talk about him. The, news. The, Didn't he get the veteran league minimum contract he a year yes. after? Like, exactly. <laughs> With the Denver Nuggets. The fall just, from grace. Did y'all see the, the tweet that was like, uh, be careful what you wish for? And it was Isaiah Thomas saying that they got to back up the Brinks trucks uh, for his next uh, contract when he was on the Celtics. And someone Googled how much money it Brinks trucks hold, and it said about $2 million. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Oh my! I love the, I love that LeBron literally just went Thanos on all of those guys he traded away. <laughs> just snapped his finger one time, and now Isaiah Thomas is taking the league minimum, the veteran minimum. I think a lot of people it. were saying about a year ago that he was going to be scheduled for a max contract had everything played out with his health. And then yeah, now he's taking this veteran minimum. And it's definitely derailed things, as you said. So I, hate I mean, he was him. he was Mister Fourth Quarter, like that one season that he had a uh, with the Celtics, the like king that one crazy season. Yeah, the King in the Fourth. <laughs> I'm not a fan of him. <laughs> you don't like you don't like Isaiah Thomas? No, not really. Why not? Explain um, to the internet why you don't like Isaiah. Thomas. <laughs> I don't know. I liked him when he was with the Celtics. I thought he fit in a lot better there. And then whenever he went to the Cavs, it seems like no one really leaked a bunch of stuff before he got there. And then when he got there, everyone knew everything that was going on. And I was like, I kind of put two and two together that it was probably Isaiah Thomas talking to the media. He did talk a lot. A lot. He he did talk mad trash. I mean, Aaron, (laughs) you can probably speak to it better. But wasn't Isaiah Thomas kind of a locker room, not a great locker room presence? Yeah, he kind of destroyed our locker room. And granted, (laughs) it was also in part that we lost a couple key veterans from the year before, but Isaiah Thomas, thinking that he owned the place, did not help the situation. I don't, I don't think he he's like a locker room cancer, but I do think like it's something you might want to get checked out and removed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were going to take that, uh, that metaphor. That I, can, I can endorse that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, no, signed, he, he signed a vet minimum for the Nuggets, which is interesting because they they do need a backup point guard i think their only point guard on the roster right now is jamal murray um but the thing is they are not good on defense and so. a 5-7 a 5-7 pure like score does not help right it's one of those things so. where you can't really blame him for but you can't really give him the benefit either because you still need to play defense in the NBA, at least somewhat and yep with that like size, even, it's hard for him even the Warriors, who have, like, this crazy offensive output, are, like, also kind of, like, ridiculous on the defensive end. Like, that it also fuels their success. It's hard to play defense when you're 5'7". That's expert analysis, Garrett. <laughs> that is A-plus Well, David, tell, tell us, how, how is it playing defense when you're 5'7"? Wow, you really had to go there, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Wow. I just get back from vacation and then people coming for my neck already, man. <laughs> you're, not, you're not five seven, are you? I I listen, I'm like five seven and a half, okay? Like give There's me no some way. credit. No, you're like five five nine ish. Are we five, counting without shoes? Because I'm five nine or with and shoes. You're taller than I am by like a little bit. 
right? I feel like without shoes, I'm probably closer to five, like five seven and a half, five eight. No, we're counting with shoes on. That's shoes short, on, I'm like That's five, how nine. short guys go. <laughs> yeah. See, well, I don't understand. Shoes on all day. Like short tangent, but like why do why at the don't at the NBA combine they do their height without shoes? It's not like we're playing basketball barefoot. Yeah, we we never made varsity. We don't follow their rules and standards. If KD can lie about his height, we can. Yeah. <laughs> one time, Paul said that I was six one, and I've been running with it ever since. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> speaking of sneaky height, Colby pointed that out on Twitter that there was an exchange between Justin that Justin Jackson and Kennedy meet, and it looked like Justin was looking him in the eye. And I know for a fact that they listed him at six eight while he was at North Carolina, and Kenny was, I believe, six ten. Yeah, so six ten. Justin's gone some, undergone some growth spurts on his own too. Well, so Kobe is the, Kobe's the champion of the NBA height conspiracy, right? Oh yes. Um. So, <laughs> which is why Isaiah Thomas is like a smooth five seven, and KD might be seven three. We haven't checked. <laughs> Nobody can confirm. He very well could be. We need him to stand next to Porzingis or something. Well, that's the thing, though. So he stood next to Dwight Howard, and he was most definitely taller than Dwight Howard. So either Dwight Howard is not seven foot. Oh, or... Dwight Howard's like six seven max. <laughs> I saw the uh, I saw the picture from the Olympics a few years ago of Boogie standing next to KD, and KD was taller than him. And I was like, wait a minute, because <laughs> Boogie's listed at six eleven. And KD's like six nine, maybe. But um, yeah, the conspiracy lives. I just found out about it like this week, and I am on board. <laughs> Super on board. Uh, David, check check group me. Um, I did. I just responded. I just responded. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, but let's also talk about Mellow who seems to be, like, awkwardly shopping the market when nobody, like, really needs a mellow at this at this juncture. Yeah. I saw that there was a rumor that he was looking at the Rockets, and I'm just like, I, I don't know if I like that fit quite as much as everyone else does. I mean, the Rockets play mellow ball, but, like, good. But they lost Trevor Ariza and, and Bahamute, right? Like, that's two perimeter defenders. And a defender, Carmelo Anthony, is not. <laughs> well, I think but besides them being perimeter defenders, they're, they're catch-and-shoot guys, which Melo yep. is not a catch-and-shoot guy. He's a catch-and-stare-at-you for about five to seven seconds. And then get out of my way because I'm in isolation. Yeah, which is what the Rockets do, but... I don't think they, they need another ISO guy. They do ISO ball, but if you had to choose between Carmelo Anthony and James Harden taking the ball up in ISO, I, I feel like We're taking, the, the answer is quite easy. It's Chris Paul. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Didn't they miss 27 threes in a row? Yo. But 28 was going in. But 28 was going in. I don't even want to talk about that because I was so frustrated. Looked like Carolina they were just, basketball sometimes out there. Yo, <laughs> 2015 Carolina basketball team bricked everything they shot from three. <laughs> but anyway. But, I mean, it, it still remains to be seen if Carmelo is going to get bought out by the Thunder and then sign with the team. Or, I mean, obviously it seems like the Thunder is going to try to get something out of him. And they said that possibly Chicago was talking a deal and then the Nets were talking 
that's definitely a team who's been making some moves to the Nets, uh, who had also taken our fellow Tar Heel Theo Pins with the two-way contract. But I definitely think they're making some moves. They're also looking at Marcus Spark. Uh, they just traded Jeremy Lin to the Hawks. Uh, but they're definitely yep. making some moves up there. Now, my thing about both Isaiah Thomas and Melo is that they are both volume shooters, which is something I feel like the league is phasing out. And Unless you're Steph Curry. Unless, yeah, but Steph Curry, like as a volume shooter, is incredibly efficient in ways that we haven't yeah. seen before. That's true. Like, he's on a completely another level. Right. So, like, where... So I'm really struggling to see a fit anywhere for Carmelo at at this point. Could fit on the Cavs. You don't want Carmelo. You don't. You don't mean that. No, that team belongs to Channing Fry. But I'm saying, like, he fit. <laughs> well, yes, we do have Channing Fry, but he could fit on any team that doesn't have a shot at competing, that has nothing to lose. I've looked at Mavs Twitter. We don't want him. Yeah, I know. Mavs Twitter does not want Carmelo. Banana Boat Twitter does not want Carmelo. <laughs> Carmelo wasn't even no. in the original yeah. Banana Boat picture. He yeah, but he's in the group me a bit. Probably. He's got to be. Did y'all talk about Jimmy Butler last week? <laughs> oh, we, I don't think so. That's another thing we can talk about. We can also talk about Jabari Parker. Uh, we don't need to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. No do we really care about Jabari Parker? Um, but I read a headline about Jimmy Butler and haven't read about it at all. So go ahead, David. Uh, so recently, I believe it was this past week, uh, it came out that Jimmy Butler declined his uh, – I don't remember how much the deal was, but he declined his option, uh, is now a free agent, I believe. No, he's not. A oh no, no, no. He's, he's just. A, oh, he declined, just, he extension. declined an extension. But, but it would have been. It would have been dumb for him to accept the extension because he loses out on a right. lot of money. Because and of then, it. but the because if he accepted on top it. of that, he it came out that he was frustrated with the lack of, of of focus and effort coming from specifically Carl Anthony Towns, who the Timberwolves are potentially offering a max deal to. So it's like. There's yeah. a bit of a disconnect right there, so I I, I believe that the Spurs are reaching out to the Timberwolves or something like that. There are also rumors about Kyrie wanting to team up with Jimmy Butler. The thing with the Spurs was, and there have been for uh, a while. Someone, uh, so with I believe some sort of a Spurs fan page or someone commented on one of Jimmy Butler's picture about like Jimmy Butler to the Spurs, and he liked the comment or something like that. I'm not sure if they've actually made a deal. Or there's maybe even contact about him, but it does seem like it's, especially with the thing about Carl Anthony Towns, it's sort of like a you or me thing kind of at this point. So I wouldn't be surprised because he's he'll be a free agent next year. It's, that's going to be one of the biggest classes as of late next year with like Kyrie, Jimmy Butler, and they could potentially team up somewhere, let's say a New York Knicks possibly or something like that. So I, I know it's not a perfect stat, but uh, in player efficiency rating, Jimmy Butler is 16th. That's, huh, like, that's higher than I that, that's, that's higher good. than I thought he'd be. Really? I thought yeah. I thought that was a little lower than I thought he'd be. Uh, every interaction that I feel like I've like seen Jimmy Butler in is everyone just cl- feels like he's a less good Kawhi. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah, but Kawhi's <laughs> really good. Oh yeah, no, that's not a slide on Kawhi or anything, <laughs> yeah, that's not or a slide you know. On Kawhi at all. But uh, 
I don't know. Now that I think about it, he is been he has he's quietly been one of the top guys in the league. But I guess uh, I mean I feel like he was he had a lot bigger presence when he was on the Bulls. Now that he's on the Timberwolves, I feel like I haven't really heard about him much. Well, I feel like part of that is that he was like the lone bright spot on those post Rose. The Bulls team, yeah, like it was his team on the Bulls when after D Rose, yeah. So, good point. I don't know. I know I'm full of those today. Anything else um, in the in the vein of NBA? Uh, Antetokounmpo is officially a member of the Dallas Mavericks, not Giannis, but his younger brother Custis Antetokounmpo, which I'm excited about because we're going to try to get Giannis in 2021 when his contract's up, and we're going to pair the brothers. He's pretty athletic, right? Yeah, he's just very, like, he's just very raw, just everywhere. He did really well for us in the summer league, uh, but the length is there. He, he just has to develop a little more, and that's why we put him on two-way, so that he'll spend most of the time down in the G League. Uh, I believe we're also signing Ray Spalding, the man that Joel Berry blocked in the final two minutes of the Louisville game. <laughs> in the Louisville game, yeah. Uh, but Ray has also been... Absolutely dominating for us in the summer league. So I'm excited. He's another person who has length. He has a nice little short game. Uh, and he even took some threes during the summer league. Nice. Can, like, we're just looking for young bigs, I think, to put around DeAndre at this point. And so hopefully we have that. Yeah, we're, we're getting Giannis on Tentacombo in 2021. <clears throat> Did, uh, Garrett, do you have any, uh, sports or, or NBA specific hot takes that you want to get out to the interwebs hot while you're takes? hot takes uh, any any predictions any insider info you may have at working at a radio station insider information oh yeah man um oh god <laughs> hmm. you're an intern at a radio station you should have plenty of uh, insider info right um oh this isn't a hot take but this is an insider I guess it was insider it was at the time um talking to that, that uh <laughs> That Kimba was the main person that hated Dwight Howard on the Hornets, and that's why he's gone. They said it was Kimba versus Dwight in the locker room, which I thought was wild because Kimba's like one of the nicest dudes ever. Yeah. But, but yeah, it split the locker room. Pretty much everyone versus Dwight, but. And then Kimba's like going to be gone soon. Is that really a split then? <laughs> it's more of a. It's more of like a lopsided rumble. Uh. Ah, uh, here's a hot take. Um, I think that LeBron going to the Lakers is more of not him going to a super team to compete for a title, but more like I'm gonna do what's best for my family and I'm just chilling out here. <laughs> well, they oh, say I think that that's he's true. already pitched a comedy movie. While yeah, he's out there. like he's on his way to uh, like riding this thing out. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like last year, he was like, "Nah, I'm not doing that again." <laughs> I was I was talking to um, one of my mom's friends today, um, like at a dinner oh, type nice. thing. Uh, I'm nice. just going somewhere, <laughs> sir. <laughs> and we were talking about um, LeBron going to L.A. And her son was like, "Well, he's not going to beat the Warriors." And I was like, "Well." If I'm LeBron, you're going to have to play the Warriors at some point these next four years. So I would rather play them in May and lose instead of June and get a jump start on all the projects I'm going to be doing over the summer. Yeah, he gets to start his vacation in, like, May. Yeah, like, he, hasn't he done literally that gets years. out of – yeah, like, he gets out of work in May instead of, like, June. Yep. That's, like, that's the best deal ever. You know, longer summer. 
I mean, what was it like? Isn't it like two full seasons that he's played on mm-hmm. top of like in postseason play? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And he's, he's still running this this wet like he's he's legitimately a machine at this point. <laughs> he played his best basketball last season that he's played in like his career, didn't he? Something like that. Aaron, can you fact check that? I don't know. It was that's I heard that somewhere. Yeah. It was like his. Well, it's not like. It's deba- it's debatable on what you mean by best, best but yes, shooting, I, think. I would agree. Best all around basketball. He was probably the most of a force. The middle years in Miami, he was the most explosive. The end of the first Cleveland stint, hmm. but all around, he was probably the best that he's ever been these past couple seasons. I think it's the beard. Well, I expected this segment to run about five minutes, so we need to move on. <laughs> we are now at 21, so Yes, we are. Um, David, you said you had something cooking for the World Cup, so. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, know when we were, I didn't know when we were going to record this, and I was going to, you know, tell everyone that I was going to root for France, but As what, what you looking at me for? <laughs> you picked the winner? No, after I, it was over. No, what? <laughs> no, I was rooting for France. I was actually initially like in the start of everything. I feel like I was rooting. I was rooting for um, uh, Colombia, and then they got eliminated. So I was slowly whittling away, and uh, I was not gonna. I think I tweeted this, but it was all colonizers left, and then I realized that <laughs> France's team has a, a is a very diverse. So I, I started rooting for France. Yeah, it it definitely got to the who who's got the most black people here <laughs> <laughs> point of the tournament. So pretty much, I, I I was rooting for for France. So, but uh, they got it done today. They did. It was four two. Congrats to France. I think it was their first. It's their second World Cup, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, first the manager was, in was captain of the uh, World Cup team in like I believe nineteen ninety eight, and so he's like think... third coach to win as both a manager and a player. I think I speak for everyone whenever I say I'm just glad England didn't win it because they were getting really annoying with that. It's it, coming home stuff. It got I, I'm so not here annoying. for it. I was in the Bahamas for that, so I missed all of that. They it's like, coming home stuff. It's coming home. I was like, is it? Is it, though? Is it coming home? <laughs> uh, one of my mom's work colleagues is from England, so like he's been... Did you tell them that it's coming home? <laughs> well, see... Uh, it was the day of the Croatia game, and I'm like, you know what, I'm cheering for y'all. Like, Croatia's had it easy, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride with y'all. I, I want to see England and France uh, go back to, like, the good old days of the uh, French and Indian War and everything in the, for the World Cup. Uh, but he's like, now don't you dare jinx me. And so then they lose. <laughs> and then I went to the shop the next day, and he was not happy with me. Okay, so... Oh, go ahead. No, that was, that was all I had to say. <laughs> okay, so here's my thing. One, they stole the Earth, Wind, and Fire song September and put some corny lyrics on it, so I'm not about that. Two, Wait, they changed the lyrics? I know that they used September, but they, like, changed up the lyrics? Yeah, I... Oh, God. If you Who give me... That? England. If y'all can vamp for me for, like, 30 seconds, I can find it. I... I never heard their... I never heard their song. Oh like, god, no! It's gonna be buried deep. I'm not gonna be able to find it quickly. Um, I didn't even know the World Cup final was oh today. My god, you are uncultured swine. Um, but yeah, I have like five things in the content corner. I am cultured. That was dumb, and I didn't like that. 
Uh, number two, football hasn't been homed for England <laughs> in like 60 years. Like, football left home for college and never really came back. The prodigal son? <laughs> they, I think their last title was in 1960. Like, that, that's not home anymore. That's like, a, oh, I guess it's Christmas and I gotta come back for a little bit. Fair. But anyway, I thought that Croatia was a really fun team to watch. Uh,. But ultimately, I feel like, you know, what, what's his name? Mbappe. I'm going to talk with some respect like, on Mbappe. That's probably Mbappe. the new generation right there. He's going to be here for many He's years to come. 19 He's years old. He's a fantastic player. 19, man. 19. He's already a World Cup champion. Did it, did they give out an MVP award for World Cup? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Modric, it was Luka it. Modric, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Who had but an amazing tournament. Him he and Paul Pogba. Both of them scored. Like like I said, for this kid, like he's 19-year-old. He scored in the World Cup final. It's been sensational the entire tournament. Like, that's going to be a name to watch, both in, like, uh, like EuroLeague play and in future World Cups to come and things like that. He's definitely going to be a legend going forward. It'd be really cool if uh, the United States 19- to 20-year-old got to play in this World Cup. Yeah, no, like. Do y'all, did y'all miss that the U.S. wasn't in this at all? Yes, yes I love Pulisic. I, was, I, <laughs> I was We so should mad. have been in it. Like, I, I love Pulisic. We tied this French team in friendly. Yep. We could have made some noise, but if we lost a freaking Trinidad and Tobago, they can't pick a name and they beat us, or we couldn't beat them. You no, know, they beat us. All we had to do was not lose, and we lost. Isn't their country, like, the size of one of the smallest U.S. states? Like, they're, like, the size of Rhode Island, aren't they? They probably are. Like, something ridiculous. They're tiny, and they just smacked us around and kept us out of the literal World Cup. <laughs> they didn't even make it. <laughs> like, what do y'all believe it is? I don't think any of us know that much about soccer, but, I mean, is that arrogant to say, like, I feel like we're a pretty good country and always make a good product with athletes I mean, and stuff, but it seems like soccer, in, especially in the last decade, if not more, it's never really been a thing for us in soccer. I mean, we got to the knockout stage in um, 2014 and got smacked by Belgium, but yeah. which, you know, that Belgian team turned out to be not half bad. Um, yeah, that was nothing to be ashamed of. But And we took yeah. them to extra time. Um, the, we, we have 300 million people here, and we can't find 19 people to be some of the best in the world. Like, I don't understand how that works. <laughs> we have... Like some of the best athletes in the world here. Not to say that, I mean, like, yeah, but they all play hockey. <laughs> Don't start with me. <laughs> <laughs> they all drive for NASCAR. They all, exactly. All the best athletes Thank are NASCAR you. drivers. We're, start, we're going to start a dialogue. <laughs> K. Charles Barkley. It just blows my mind. Is NASCAR a sport? Yes. Absolutely. Does that mean that me driving to physical. Physics class tomorrow morning. Is no, because you're not good at it. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm racing against my own time. That's not how it works. Race against the clock together. I have to get there before. Okay, but the difference so is you also your car's automatic, right? Yeah, I was about to ask. Is it stick shift? <laughs> it's automatic, but I have paddle. Oh, okay, and I, I guarantee oh. you haven't used them once. <laughs> you talk. You talk about the plus minus paddle shifters that they, my mom's yeah, minivan I use has. Them one- <laughs> I used them, I've used them once, and I was confused, so I turned them off. Okay, <laughs> racing athlete. 
Uh, okay, let's you want me on NASCAR Heat. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to baseball, then we can hit up some NASCAR. Liddy. <laughs> this is where I tune out. Excuse me? How are you never ready? Yeah. No, I'm ready. I was excuse me the, oh my god, that Garrett just said about the baseball <laughs> corner. He's fitting in just fine on the Never Made Varsity podcast. Um, anyways... <laughs> Uh, I don't really have much to talk about other than that the Indians have six All-Stars, which is quite exciting. I don't remember the last time we had six All-Stars, but I'm pretty sure it was a while ago. Also, Jose Ramirez is amazing. He's in the 2020 club at the All-Star break, and he has more. He has as many home runs this season as he did all of last season, and it's barely halfway through the year. So he is... He finished third in MVP last year, and he's definitely in the conversation again this year. It's very exciting to see him explode. And also, the trade deadline's coming up, so hopefully the tribe's going to make some noise there. Cool. Baseball. Oh, I have a baseball thing. I have a thing. Oh, my God. Um, Sound the alarm. I have an idea for All-Star Weekend. That's not my idea. I think it came from Highly Questionable, but I heard it on the morning roast this morning. Uh, I want to know what you all thought so have what? y'all played top golf before yes yes no so aaron do you know what it is basically so yes. it's basically top golf so there's zones all over the field and the players have to like place the balls into the into the zones for different point values so and it's like a skills it, competition yeah so you can do it like the um like the home run competition just have it 1v1 I like that. That's dope. Now, something that's that. also very popular, I believe, in Japan is they actually have a bunting competition where it's a similar thing where you have to hit it into certain zones and areas. It's like the proof. So yeah. You putting it straight down the line for more points and things like that. Like any kind of minigame stand, just entertaining stuff, I think. Well, I read that in a couple minor leagues in America – in their all-star games, if it goes to extra innings by rule, the tiebreaker is a home run derby. That's what happened in Tim Tebow's ha- game, right? Yeah, the, it happened in the Eastern League and it happened in the Texas League. I think the top golf idea is interesting. The only thing is, like, it would be a lot harder in baseball because you're swinging at a moving ball coming at you. And golf, you have, like, different clubs for the different distances and it's a stationary target and all Get that. Good. But also, it's the thing, like, with swinging, like, and it's based off of your handedness as to what side of the field you swing on. So, like, it could be just, you could have a disadvantage. If, you could balance Well, I presume it would be symmetrical. Yeah, it would be symmetrical. All right, NASCAR corner. Garrett, you're up. <laughs> um, all right, uh, ju- I guess just ask me questions about NASCAR and I'll... Maybe can, answer them. Can you give like a landscape, right? Like, how? What is the state of NASCAR right now? Uh, bad. No <laughs> one watches it. Uh, <laughs> like the stands are mostly empty. Um, me and my dad watch, I think, four races a year in full duration out of the maybe twenty something that they run. Um, it's a product of the way the cars are designed now. If a car gets out in front, he's in clean air, and so he just drives away with the race, and everyone else is in dirty air. And they are slower than the car in the front. And it's not that the car in the front has the better car. It's that he's in clean air. 
And so they're, like, trying all this different stuff, trying to make the cars more even, I guess, and nothing is working. So, well, they tried, they restrictor-plated the cars at Charlotte, which is where you, like, restrict the air take, or restrict something, I think it's the air flow to the engine, something. It makes it less powerful, so all the cars stick together in a pack. And they did that at Charlotte, which is an unbelievably small track to do that on. Because normally, like, like Daytona's two and a half miles, and that's where they restrict cars. But Charlotte is a mile and a half. Restrictor is, plates um, control the intake of air into the engine. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, I was close. <laughs> I <laughs> you're, right, you're right on it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, Charlotte, they tried it at Charlotte, right? And it's a super small track to be doing things like that at. And the drivers hated it, but the fans loved it because the cars were, like, all over each other. And it was an exciting race, right? But that's not, like, a permanent fix. It's, like, a cheat code. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Because, like, you shouldn't have to restrict your plate every track to have exciting racing. It's like NBA jerseys with sleeves. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know? <laughs> may, yeah. Just restricting. I yeah. guess so. Nobody likes them. I think I would make the comparison more. It's like it's like making them wear the big baller brand shoes. <laughs> everyone has to play in them. You mean nobody has them because they haven't shipped them out yet? Yeah, the ZO2s. <laughs> make everyone play in those, and that's restrictor plating a human being. <laughs> so I have another question. I, I have a real question for you. Hit me. So if they're in the front, yes. why don't you just wreck them on purpose? Because cars are worth millions of dollars. So why don't you wreck them on purpose? Because <laughs> most likely when you wreck people, you wreck your own car. And then the next week, that guy is probably going to be behind you, and he will probably wreck you the same. And it's just wasting money. How much money does like, like the average NASCAR... Like, like the, driver make, make uh, like sat like money I have wise. no idea. Millions. What's a what, what's a big what's a big NASCAR salary then? I have absolutely no idea I'm, because like, it varies was, a lot. Well, I'm wondering because like compared to like baseball or soccer or or basketball or football, it's just so corporate. Like you don't get paid as much by like the people you drive for, like the team you drive for. Mm. Like Hendrick pays Jimmy Johnson or whatever, but he's paid mostly by Lowe's. And so he's paid by sponsors. 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 Like, okay. You make so much off of that. But so, it's like drivers that are in the top get paid an unbelievable amount of money, and their job is, like, mega secured, right? But then there's drivers at the bottom that get paid almost nothing, drive terrible cars, and are just not – like, they don't make near the money. They're racing, like, paycheck by paycheck with their car, essentially. So it's really – I don't know. They've made the sport so expensive. It's hard for people to like get into it and do well without being a billionaire. <laughs> so NASCAR racing is like NASCAR as an industry is interesting because it is a private company, unlike um, the NFL or MLB or anything like that. Like it's owned by a family. So yep. like like you were talking about, they aren't like I think they. I'm pretty sure they are paid by NASCAR, but most of their money is coming from from those myriads of sponsorships that are on the cars and on their um, whatever yeah. those things they're called that they wear. Like, they get paid for finishing well and things like that in the races, but NASCAR gets the money that they pay the drivers with that from the sponsors that sponsor the race. So it's almost like NASCAR doesn't pay for a whole lot that goes into the driver's pockets. It's always coming from somewhere else, if that makes sense. But they've had a problem in the last few years of guys that bring terrible cars to the races knowing good and well that they won't finish good and that they literally start the race run like 20 laps and then park it and they're done and they're going to make good money doing that and they're not going to tear up their car 
they've had a really big problem with people doing that the last few years, and they hate it. But I mean, you can't stop someone. But I'm surprised they haven't made a rule to stop that or anything. Why can't they make a rule that says you can't that you have to finish the race or something? Because teams don't have the money. <laughs> it's too risky for teams that only have one car. Like Hendrick Motorsports has like 90 cars probably yeah. just sitting around ready to run, and then there's teams like the one in here in Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. And it's probably got, like, five cars, maybe. They've gotten bigger, but they used to only have, like, five cars, which is not a lot. Who do you believe is the dirtiest racer? The dirtiest? Yeah. Right now? Uh, I don't of, know. Is it in a bush? Is it? I think Kyle I wouldn't Busch say is one of the, the dirtiest, personally. I don't know if he's dirty, but he will but that, race someone as much as he can. <laughs> he doesn't, like, blatantly take people out unless... Which I've noticed, he used to be the dirtiest racer, and he used to just take people out because he can. But this year, I noticed that he does not mess with people, like, use his car against them like that, unless they do it to him first, which he did a couple weeks ago. Like, the guy ran all over him, and he was like, all right, bet, and just put him in the wall. <laughs> but it's like... I think yeah, that's just him growing up. I know... I believe, wasn't it Keselowski had a little bit of a mean Keselowski's he can be a little dirty yeah um I'm trying to think a lot of the, there's so many young drivers now and they're all pretty bad at racing to be honest like I mean like they're really inexperienced and so it's like they'll go try and pass somebody right and they'll go flying into a turn and uh, my dad said it he's like looks like he just ran out of talent in the turn and he just like takes out like three cars so it's like <laughs> I don't know that they're dirty they're just not good drivers that's that's what happened <laughs> recently i didn't know if you saw it on twitter because it like blew up uh at daytona ricky stenhouse actually was racing so aggressive for having such yeah. low talent that he yeah. took out 20 cars out of the 36 that they brought to the race <laughs> I, I was gonna say stenhouse is one of the younger people in austin dillon yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been there for a couple years but he's still one of the younger people stenhouse has been there for a while yeah. to be driving like he did the other night and take out 20 cars <laughs> I can confidently say I am not a part of NASCAR Twitter. Yeah, I didn't see anything about that. Well, um, yeah, I did not see that. Well, right. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> this is the two Americas. <laughs> I, mean, I at least have some exposure because I have a lot of my family members. My mom and my dad, several of my extended family were huge NASCAR fans. And almost across the border, my grandmother, who just loved Jeff Gordon, and that's really how I really got into it because she watches a lot of races. Across the board, they said that when Dale Earnhardt passed away, that that's when they saw the demise of NASCAR sport. Now, I thought yep. the Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson stuff was some of the best in the years, but would you agree with that in a um, sense? I wasn't really old enough to be – like, I was a big fan of NASCAR before Dale died, obviously, but, like – I don't know. I grew up watching Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson, and I loved it. Like, I used to hate Jimmy Johnson because of how dominant he was, but, like, you, we got to witness greatness. Like, he's won seven championships in the playoff system that we run, which is even harder than what Earnhardt did. But I would say the blue-collar NASCAR is gone, and it's really corporate now. And back when Dale Earnhardt ran, you still had a little bit of blue-collar. Like, you know, like, coming from nothing, essentially, to race. But now it's, like... Everyone's white collar corporate in NASCAR. If it's funny because what they were saying nobody is just coming. the pull is gone that it had. Just because the there's pull. yeah yeah and uh, yeah it's like 
I think that one thing that really could save the sport is sports betting being legal again everywhere. Because you can kind of have the horse racing luster to it, like bet mm-hmm. on cars and stuff, you know, before the race. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that could really save it, but the product that they're putting out there and driving cars, you know, around a track is not as good as it used to be. And they're definitely losing fans. Any but. last questions? What are your feelings on Danica Patrick? Um, she should not have been the face of our first female driver in, in the Cup Series because she was just not good. I, there are a lot of uh, women drivers in the lower series that I think could be pretty good if they get the right like team and the right car and stuff, and I'm like rooting for them, but Danica was not it, <laughs> unfortunately. Didn't she crash in her last race? She crashed in her last 50 races. <laughs> Like, two full seasons. I have no idea, dude. I, I don't even think she... She never won a race. Uh, usually finished 20th or worse. Dang. Just about every race. And had a very secure job. <laughs> Is that it for the NASCAR so, right? corner? Do what? I have one more question. Oh, let's get it. Do you call them NASCAR cars or NASCARs? I call them NASCAR cars. Because I think NASCAR is just sounds like because NASCAR is an acronym, and so it's like saying the National Association what is, what? of Stock Car Auto Racing's. <laughs> oh, I thought someone just saw one of them going by and they was like, "Oh, that's a NASCAR right there." That's that NASCAR. that is very well what they how they could have come up with that. It wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. Back in the day when they were when they were bootlegging, that's a NASCAR. In Asheville, that's a NASCAR. mind you. <laughs> The A28. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, we need to move on. We have so to much content, content to get to. So yes. much content. I'll try to do mine quickly. Um, I saw Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle this week. Also known as Tumanji to me and a couple other people that listen to the Storm Spoilers podcast. <laughs> um, and Gary and I were talking before the podcast and that movie has no right being as pretty good as it is yeah um i was like actually really aggravated about watching it like the first time because i was like yeah like i'm trying to watch black panther and everyone's like no we're watching jumanji and so i like obviously i was pretty pissed rightfully so and then i watched it i was like (laughs) you know like i would laugh here and there i was like i don't like this movie i'm not laughing but then like by the end i was like hell yes like this movie slaps so hard (laughs) so it was. I had a full character arc during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. The performances were good. I thought The Rock um, was The Rock. Uh, Kevin Hart wasn't annoying, which is... That's uh, what surprised me the most. Yeah. Because I don't like him. <laughs> like, at all. I don't but. like his acting very much, but he was tolerable in this. They had Nebula from the... Um, from Karen the, Gillen. Yeah. I didn't know that was her name. Until yeah, Karen I Gillen. I, only, I know that because she was in Doctor Who. Yes, she was. She was. Um, Jack and Black. It was Jack Black, yeah. Jack Black playing a very, at times, subtle character, which I appreciated. The word Jack Black and subtle were not two words, I thought. They were, like, not two phrases I would put together, I ever. Think, I think he played that brilliantly, played too. That brilliantly. Like, that was an amazing... That was an amazing performance <laughs> yeah. I, like I that took me out, out. Um, 
Um, but I I enjoyed it. I it's a pretty good video game movie, which is something you don't hear often. So I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Out of ten, I'll give it a I'll give it a good seven and a half out of ten. Did anyone else just see someone else join our Google chat? Yeah, that that was me. My iPad was dying, so I switched over to my phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. It's like we have a, 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 a another guest. Yeah, right. that horror came movie. In said, it's the sorry to bother thing. you. Do you hear that? <laughs> um, sorry to bother you. How much do y'all know about this movie? I saw the preview. Oh, I saw what movie? Yeah. Sorry to bother you. Never heard of it. I don't know a single thing about it. I saw the preview for it, and I saw that um, the guy from Angels in the Outfield. What's his name? Who from Angels in the Outfield is in? I know. He's in other movies. I just can't remember <laughs> his name. I just know him from that movie. Hold on. Angels in the Outfield. Is a remake. Did y'all know that? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a famous actor. He's, like, very yeah, well known. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just lost it, okay? Yeah, Danny Glover, who who's actually not in the movie that much. This is very much a Lakeith Stanfield, um, Army Hammer, Tessa Thompson movie. I uh, just saw that he said, use your white people voice. And that yes. was... Oh, this is Kramer from... That's a that's a big part of the movie, and I I don't want to say too much about it except go see it. It's, I heard I heard it's weird, man. It's it's really freaking weird. It's it's strange, um, but it's good. It's good. You will not expect the twist. Like you you just won't. There's no way to anticipate the twist of this movie. But is it I a good think twist? It works. Yeah. Yeah. I think it works. I think it does the movie for the better and. After about five seconds of it, I was like, okay, sure, I'll go with it. I feel like the movie had earned me enough goodwill at that moment to say, sure, we'll go with it. Um, All right, I got one uh, before, like, because I want to go see this, but is it like a nasty kind of weird, or is it just like a mind-bendy kind of weird? Both. Ugh, okay. You should it's go no see for it. me, dog. Go see it. Please go see it. I think All right. It's, I think it's well worth it. Okay. Um, but it might be one of my favorite movies of the year, like, honestly. Like, if I had to rate this one out of ten, it would probably be more than a nine. Like, it was great. I loved it. Very smart. Very, very, very smart movie. So, sorry to bother you. Go see it. Nice. Uh, David, you saw Ant-Man. I did see Ant-Man. The new one? Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Was it good? That's what I'm getting to, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, did y'all talk about this last week? I did, yeah, I saw it. You saw it. Okay, so, I mean, I, Colby and I haven't talked about what we liked or didn't like about the movie yet, so this is all straight-up fresh stuff. So, uh, I thought it was okay. I think I liked the first Ant-Man better. And somebody, I can't remember who, it might have been Chris Stuckman, said that it felt like it was an add-on that it felt like an add-on and the the first ant-man came directly after uh age of ultron i believe frozen sausage (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, so the first Ant-Man came directly after Age of Ultron, <laughs> and this one comes directly on the heels of Infinity War, and so it's like you're – I've heard it both ways, that some people feel like it's not good for that reason, and some people say it's good for that reason because it's a change of pace. I, I think thought it was kind ladder. of in there. You thought it was good? Yeah. So I thought it was – I was, I thought it was, I was okay with it. Like I was okay with the change of pace. Like I didn't need it to be grandiose or anything. I was cool with it being a smaller story, kind of self-contained. Um, I was really interested in the villain. Um, were you at uh, here? No, here's the thing. I was at first, like at the premise of the villain, not during the movie. Mm-hmm. It came to a point where I was like, they could have done this so much better. Like it, like the setup was there and they kind of just kind of, they, it kind of faltered. Now, are are you talking, I don't think this is spoilers. Are you talking about ghost or the other dude? Ghost. I thought ghost looked really cool. No, that's what I'm saying. Like in the previews and like in the movie, like when she was, well, when they were doing their stuff, like I thought it was cool. You so, best not spoil. I'm not spoiling anything. I promise. <laughs> like just visually, she looks really cool. Yeah. So that in that in itself was really cool, but I feel like could have been done a little bit better. I thought it was funny. I laughed. I I got the, I I thought the jokey jokes were good. I thought Paul Rudd was good. In the movie. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, the ending, the post credit scene, like, I was there and there were some audible gasps and some audible, what in the world? <laughs> like, that was me. Know. That was me in my show. <laughs> I, had, I, I went full surrender, Cobra, <laughs> in the theater <laughs> after that post credit scene. But, uh, I mean, all around, like, it's a fun change of pace. It's a fun movie. It, it'll, it'll be good. Uh, it'll I'm be, just I, like, ready I, for Captain Marvel, man. Yeah, no, I feel like <laughs> that's this is what the, I'm saying. This is the thing. This is the thing because like, there's Ant Man and the Wasp, but like, I feel personally like I'm just kind of like tapping my foot, waiting for, uh, waiting for Captain Marvel and Infinity War two. So it's like, like I'm just it, this is just kind of filler, and it didn't quite quench the thirst that I had for more Marvel content. But the the end credit scene did enough for me. So was it good? I don't want to know what it's about, but like it was good. It was good. On end credits, it's pr- it's up there for end credits for me. Huh. So, That's what great. do you what do you say, Colby? Like out of ten, how would you rate that end credit scene? Uh, like it, it, I, it, it, I, I give it whatever I gave. Mm, not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> it was good. I, like, I'm not gonna say out of ten. It was good. It was good. I like. I like it. Made me go full surrender, Cobra. So I'll give it at least an eight. Did you see the post post credit scene? I did not because I was that, ready to get. It was dumb. It was a throwback to a. It was a joke that they already made in the movie. Oh, I, I was, <laughs> I was thinking that they might make a Captain Marvel, uh, post credit scene, but I guess not. I'm glad I left then. I uh, I think my favorite post credit scene in the whole MCU is them all eating at the shawarma place after Avengers one. Oh, that's iconic. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> That's iconic. <laughs> um, but anyway, right. yeah. Aaron, singing in the rain. Yeah, so um, yesterday was my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. Um, and for her birthday, me and my mom and my dad and my brother went to Blossom, which is an outdoor concert venue about a half hour away from us, where the Cleveland Orchestra plays over the summer. And we saw them play the soundtrack live to the movie 
uh, singing in the rain. Um, and it was a really fun experience. Uh, I'm mad over Labor Day weekend, so after I'm back at school, they're doing it with Star Wars. And so I'm mad that I can't see the soundtrack played live, like, with the movie in the background of Star Wars, because that would be really cool. But it was a fun experience. Um, and then also, with my mom on Fri Friday, I saw RBG. Very good documentary film. I highly recommend it if any of you guys are interested in politics at all. Um, RBG is very funny in it. I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, it was really good. It was, it it makes a lot of her explanations for a lot of the things she does or has done throughout her career very accessible. And there are a lot of good interviews from her colleagues or from her friends and from her family in it. And it was a very enjoyable experience, even if the average age of the clientele in the theater we were in was about 75. <laughs> we, we walked in and I whispered to my mom, we're at the geriatrics showing. Because <laughs> we were, like, actually the only people under the age of 60. Um. Um, also, I finished another Rick Reardon book over the weekend. I finished the second Trials of Apollo book. Nice. S still fun story. Still good lore, uh, mythology lore in it, and I'm excited to start the third one. As as the tweet said, I signed a blood oath to always read his books. Um, <laughs> They're so, so good. I think I'm gonna. I just finished. Oh, um, I just finished Turtles All the Way Down, um, the latest book from John Green on on audiobook. Um, so I think I might go to the Lightning Thief next question. Mark. Mm -hmm. Do it, do it, read it. I've book. never read that. Is it good? Yes, do it. it. It's worth it's it. It's so good. It's good. Well, but it's also, about... oh god, we can't. We don't have time to dive. No, we don't have time to dive. <laughs> that that. Um, but it's also... it's mythology accessible for kids. Yeah, that's cool. the best way to describe it. It's yeah. awesome. No, read read like Turtles all the way oh. down. It is phenomenal. All of John Green books like get me in the feels, but this one. This one was good. So, yeah, read Turtles all the way down. Anyway, you were going. Oh. Um. Oh, yeah, I have one more. So I am going to talk about Doki Doki Literature Club. So this was a game recommended to me during the <laughs> Steam wait, Summer wait. Sale. Wait, can you say that one more time but slower? Doki Doki Literature Club. I just wanted to hear you. you want. I just wanted to hear you say it again. It is... I was turned off by it at the start. It's just a stereotypical anime virtual novel, which is not my kind of thing. But there is a twist in it, and oh my gosh, holy crap. There's a first for everything, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. this, is not, it, this is not a typical virtual novel. It, like, it is a legitimate, full-out psychological horror game. And I highly recommend it. It only took, like, three hours to finish, and it's free. But, are you judging me, Garrett? No. You're just looking. <laughs> just, he's just looking. But, um, yeah, wow. Like, actually give it a chance. Trust me. I, I've seen, um, like, the Game Theory series from MatPat on YouTube about it, uh, and it looks weird. Yeah. 
Also, if, Matt Pat went to Duke. Didn't know that. Yeah, he did go to Duke. Bless his heart. It made me like him less than I already kind of did, but that's okay. <laughs> I like Matt Pat. I, thought, I think he's cool. I have my reasons to dislike Matt Pat that are, don't have to do with him being going to Duke. We can talk about it after your podcast. Sure thing. <laughs> Anything else from Content Corner? We're coming up on an hour, y'all. Oh, I also, I didn't expect this episode to have like, you know, stuff to talk about. Which I, what I say every episode over the summer. I know, yeah. Also, Rip Swaggy C. I know, man. His Instagram posts made me respect him so much more. So Swaggy C was a competitor on um, Big Brother. Got eliminated this week unfortunately why is my computer falling asleep don't do that everyone in my work watches that is it good it's amazing oh it is so good <laughs> colby i finished big brother 12 yesterday great season great season. such a good Hayden season Bucks. yeah i love the meow meow um i say we just do our new segment and then work on the the one guy that goes maybe do those Sure. So yeah, we can save that. Questions. We have some questions that we're going to throw out here. I'm not. I don't even know if we're going to get to all of these, so we might save some for later, which is you know always good because more content. July fifteenth, <laughs> we are scraping the bottom of the bar- barrel. So we're getting this movie fights territory now. Yeah. We'll start asking the hard hitting questions about movies. Right. And any kind of media. So, I'm going to actually skip around here a little bit and start with the second question on the list. Uh, best, I said recent animated series, but we can just do the best animated series in our own personal opinions. David, I think you had one off top. I did have one off top. So, Gary, you got to start thinking best animated series. Best animated series? Best animated series. Like, so, uh, keep, like, it, keep it to yourself. We got you Just keep, it, keep that answer on you. All right, so Wait, uh, how re- how recent is recent? You can just do animated series. I just any animated series. Like. I would just like to point out that there is only one answer. There's only one correct answer to this question, and it is Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, without a doubt, the best animated series to ever be put on a television screen. I didn't watch it. Oh boy! <laughs> in my opinion, really good. in Go to my right now and watch this show. <laughs> can you watch them on there? I think so. That's how I watch Legend of Korra, at least. I will see you guys in a week and a half while I finish this show. <laughs> Without a doubt. Like, in my honest opinion, not my humble opinion, my honest opinion, <laughs> it is the best animated series to ever be put. Like, it is so well-paced, well-written. I care about all the characters. It has twists and turns. It, it, has, it, has, it has emotional depth, like, extended themes. Like, I, it's everything I could ever want from an animated series. Like, I had... The fact that this was on Nickelodeon is ridiculous. Like, ri- like not in a bad way, but, like, crazy to me that th- a show this deep and thematic was on Nickelodeon. So, I'm just... W- put that on my rocks. Did we lose David? I think so. Did you lose me? We lost you. <laughs> oh, the last, well, I just... The last thing we heard was, um, the fact that this was on Nickelodeon was ridiculous. Oh, I just said put it on my rocks. That's it. <laughs> that was that's it. That was the end of my spiel. Um, I have a question. Yeah, what's your question? So, I have two that I really 
am hanging on to two shows that I don't know. What I, I don't know if I can pick between them. Okay. But, so I don't want to go next. Then. Okay, that's I'm going to wait and see if you they make go, it. You can go last. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick one that might be a little controversial because what I'm going to say about it, I'm going to say uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, another Nickelodeon show. I respect it. You don't have I to think, explain anything, dude. Well, I think that <laughs> the, just the longevity alone. The longevity. I think that after, a lot of people like make fun of the episodes that came after the movie, but I sometimes like SpongeBob Bob will be on, and I'll just flip to it on Nickelodeon. Those new episodes still make me laugh. Like there, are, I think there is some quality in these episodes, and it's the only um, running show on Nickelodeon from the 90s and they're still cranking out content I think there's something to be said about that it's at the forefront of meme content of currently yeah and so forth (laughs) like there's always a new quote that people are finding and they're turning it into a meme like it's just unending draw content wise (laughs) I'm gonna uh, spoiler I'm also gonna be going with a Nickelodeon show probably wow I could go next uh, I don't, and I think there's a, a parallel show that people might say is better, but I'm going with Jimmy Neutron as my favorite. Interesting, because I, I would have said Fairly Odd Parents, and which is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I, and I think they that's just the difference of taste because it's yeah. just which one you prefer. And I loved Fairly Odd Parents. I just know of when it came to animated series, like I could, and looking at it now. I could watch Jimmy Neutron to this day. That, uh, for some reason, Fairly Odd Parents kind of died off. Of me. I don't, there was just some hole. I think I just resonated with Carl. So much. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Carl. I feel like I, re- I, I most definitely resonated with Sheen. So. <laughs> and the Jimmy Neutron movie is a great movie, and I really enjoyed that. Oh, the one with the chicken? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not afraid of chickens. I also think maybe part of the reason why Jimmy Neutron, I also remember it more fondly than Fairly Odd Parents, but it might be because Jimmy Neutron, they just ended it when it was ready to end. Fairly Odd Parents was dragged out with Poof and then with the dog. That's when fair. they split time with I Cosmo and Wanda. I think it's still funny, though. I, th- no, I, I thought it was think the quality like went said, down. I, I, I love parents. Fairly Odd Parents. I just, I like Jimmy Neutron more. I didn't, uh, if I, I didn't say I that. But. Yeah, I don't think it's not funny. I just think it's like a cash cow now. Which, granted, everything is a cash cow at the end of the day, but like... Now, if, if this other show gets another couple more seasons and it is still as funny as it is, I think Big Mouth is climbing up there. Oh, Big Mouth is good. Big Mouth is fantastic. Garrett, have you seen Big Mouth? Uh, I've seen a little bit of That's it. That's my honorable mention. Because <laughs> with one season, it's hard to judge. But that could potentially be uh, a classic down the road. Aaron, what you got? I was going to say Avatar. We um, are in agreement. Garrett, what you got? <laughs> well, I was uh, going to bring up another show since Avatar was already used. Oh, I'll go ahead then. It. One that I really liked was Danny Phantom. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good okay. one. It's fine. How many seasons <laughs> did that last? I feel like it only lasted like three or four. Yeah, I don't remember it being super long, which is fine. I feel like it lasted two seasons, and then he got the sticker on his chest, and then it lasted another two. <laughs> Maybe. That's a pretty good timeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see. I'm looking it up right now. 
while you're going, Garrett, you're up. Okay, so I have one that's pretty basic, um, and I have one that's a little bit of a wild card. It might not have the prominence as the other one. Which one should I go with? You can do both, dude. Okay, so <laughs> so, so my starter animated series is Dragon Ball Z. Oh, wow. Because I love that show. I grew up watching it. I wanted to be Goku at one point. Um, is that point it. now? Yeah, yeah, it's still, I'm still that. He's, he's uh, like two seconds away from bleaching his hair. So. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tempt me. But, um, no, nah, I watched, like, when it was just Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z. I quit watching. You watched the original Dragon Ball? Yeah. Wow, I did not expect this from you, Gary. <laughs> I watched it when I was little. Um, but, uh, once it got into, like, all the, like, purple and blue hair or whatever, I, I didn't watch that stuff. But, like, I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. I could probably go watch through it again and be more refreshed on it. But I remember it was, like, a, like, I was obsessed with that show when I was younger. Um, Can we all agree that Piccolo was the greatest black father of our time? I love never that we're seen all in it. agreement that you've never seen. <laughs> I love also, that everyone also just never seen Piccolo it. Piccolo is black. <laughs> oh my god! Um, my sleeper show is Teen Titans. Yo, yo, that's a good one. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, the Teen when, Titans. Oh, Slade, bro, telling me Slade is not an iconic villain. That is a great show. That show slab, dude. I watched it like a couple years ago, all the way through. <laughs> yeah, like Beast Boy was my guy. They ruined the show now. Like I'm not talking about the one now. That one blows. But the one like when we were in like what elementary school, middle school. It was that one school. was like around really school. good. But the I one like today Teen is Titans terrible. Go. I think it's a, it's a fun it. fine time at the television. <laughs> Bro, if they could just bring back serious shows on Cartoon Network, that'd be great. Like when they used to have like the Justice League and then like the Batman animated Batman series. animated series, Batman Those Beyond. Were so good. They had yeah. what? Who, what show? What channel was Static Shock on? That's that was also Cartoon was Network. Yeah. yeah, I like. There were several shows that I liked in Cartoon Network. One that not a lot of people like, Ed and Eddie. Oh, awesome. I love Ed and Eddie. What? Ed and Eddie was good. I and then Ed I also Eddie. loved Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Too oh scary God, for that me. One I, I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid because they said stupid. Also, that show horrified me. Also, uh, it's more Adult Swim, I think, than Cartoon Network. But my friends in high school put me on to Black Dynamite. <laughs> I love Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> I am going to see um, Teen Titans go to the movies. That is on my list of things to see. Honestly, that doesn't look awful. I'll be honest. But I still like the serious superhero shows better than that. And it wasn't even like super serious all the time, though. No, I mean it like, was like, like it was. It had comedy like relief and everything, but like this one is just like stupid. Kobe, is that a fidget spinner? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it casually jump up into the camera. Now I do think that, or that's not where I meant to start that sentence with. I just, it was one of those where I started talking and it was waiting for my thoughts to catch up with my mouth. Understand, um, bro. <laughs> Tara and Starfire were competing for my heart as a child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tara and Starfire? Yeah. See, I just, I really wanted a goth girl in my life, so Raven was, <laughs> Raven was it for me. <laughs> Until Lauren came around. That was your goth girl. <laughs> that was my goth girl. <laughs> However brief that was. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, 
do y'all want to cap it there? Yeah, man, we're already at an hour eight. I'm fine with that if y'all are. Yeah, we got anything else? I mean, we can save more of this for next week. We had two more cues, but we can keep them next week. I think something we're experimenting with is going into more like a movie fights thing where we could spend the entire content corner just answering movie questions and debates, more or less. Yes. Yep. And duking it out. So if you, if you like this sort of thing, let us know. We can do more of it. If you hated it, we'll stop right now. Uh, but Garrett, <laughs> right thank, you so, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, do you want to shout out yourself one more time? Um, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nothing you're doing. There's nothing you want to plug. There's nothing. Um, actually, uh, still, still no. Oh, all right. <laughs> You're just nah, in the void. It was uh, it was awesome to be on here. I love the content corner. I love that there are people on the show that are super passionate about baseball, and there's also people on here that hate it. And we just check out while the other ones talk about baseball. That was really cool to you catch be a point, part bro. of. You catch on. I point. like that. Um, I like that there's no NASCAR hating here, except for like a little bit of it, like a smidge. But that's like nothing compared to what I've heard before. But so that was cool. But um, and you guys' insight on movies and shows is phenomenal. So thanks, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks I, for I like on. the uh, I like the last Airbender takes, but <laughs> especially and the Danny Phantom. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, it was it, it was lasted awesome. three seasons, by the way. Oh, so it was short and sweet. <laughs> I'm reading about it right now. So he got the first season. He had no logo on his chest, and then another the next two he had a logo on his chest, and that was it. I remember the backdoor pilot. I thought it was the third season was the only one that he had the sticker. Probably. Maybe. Are we really counting the seasons on Danny Phantom? Is that what this podcast is now? We're welcome to the Danny Phantom podcast. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Danny and I'm a phantom. I do remember that backdoor pilot, though, that it was like a comic book that, um, that Timmy was reading or something. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Sneaky producers. Sneaky Butch Hartman. (laughs) Uh, Well, if that's all we have today, that was really loud. I apologize for that. If you want to find us, you can do that at tinyurl.com. Leave us a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. Anything you like or didn't like, be sure to let us know via our Twitter at NeverMadePod. Thank you, Jake, for our theme music. We will see you next week. Bye. Adios. Bye.